Welcome to Easy Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. Uh, we're back. I sound weird. Uh, I mean, you're using a different mic than normal. Oh, okay. What if I, what if I do this? If you actually talk into it, that helps. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy how that, that works. Get a get a not wet house. Well, well quit making your house so wet. I, I, I'm trying. I, we're we're going to spend money to do so. Do it. Do it. We're trying. We're calling them. We're have to be scheduled and blah 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 yeah uh anyway <laughs> uh welcome back everybody we're here we're gonna talk about some books and some themes and some other books and some themes and, and some tangents more than likely probably what uh, we don't do that no Stop it. uh but yeah this week jared and i came up with nothing to talk about so we're like hey adrian it's your week on. Your turn to... No, tell the truth. You didn't text us. And then I was like, hey, what's the schedule for today? And you're like, mm. He came up with this four hours ago. I did. He he, he did. Adrian I did. did. Adrian did, yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I was at work. Well, I was at work, Being too. Being productive. And, uh, uh, I was, too. And not even giving the podcast a thought because I was so busy. I saw that text. I'm like... Oh yeah, that's right, tonight. That's tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, this has been a busy week. Like I actually didn't have time either. I was like, yeah, well, I figure worst case scenario, we'll just ramble about some random thing. Yeah. It'll be fine. You know well, what though? I think we do a good job about talking about comics. Oh yeah, for the most part. Whenever Captain America randomly shows up, whenever yep. Captain America randomly shows up in the DC comics, it's or it's or funny. the DC movies or TV shows. Or the DC uh, so this is not the subject matter, but did you guys see the Batgirl news recently? Yes, I did. I. I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, judging by Adrian's face, that's a no. Uh, they just announced they are shelving the Batgirl movie. They're putting and, it on the shelf. They're and not going to Scooby Doo movie too. Yeah, I care less Ruh-roh. about that. Yeah, uh, but the Batgirl <laughs> movie, they're not going to put it on HBO Max. They're not putting it on theaters. They're like, no, it's it's gone forever. Yeah, it's done. good. You know what? Then because it would been bad. Maybe if it's so bad that they're not going to even put it on like straight to streaming. It must have been really bad. Well, I think... Or did somebody die? Uh, uh, no, not, not, not that I know of. Because last time that didn't help either, but it turned out okay. I think this is a casualty of the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery. Oh. Uh, uh, AT&T just sold Warner Brothers, HBO, all that fun stuff, DC Comics, to a Discovery. So now they're talking about merging HBO Max with Discovery Plus also. Didn't AT&T just buy them a couple years ago? Yeah, it's, it's only been like a, like 3 or 4 years. That's that, what I thought. That, so it could have been good. It could or it, who knows. It's hard to say what's going on. I don't know. With Warner Brothers and all of their business dealings. Don't forget the Warner sister. Yeah, the Warner sister. <laughs> forgot about her. <laughs> they <laughs> like uh, listen to a uh, Kevin Smith's interview when he's talking about Superman Returns where he was going to be one of the writers on that and there were so many people trying to put input on it the you know they wanted him to fight a giant spider at the end and which they still got the giant spider did, did, and uh, in Will Wild, Smith in Wild Wild West yes, yep. it was the same it was the same, same producer director. or something like yeah. that yeah oh, I'm getting so it's spider. like Warner Brothers and I always think when I see their movies and everything nowadays that like any of the DC movies it's been I could almost feel like producers are putting, I need this in the film. I need this in the film. So the writers are putting this stuff in the movies. The directors are going around that, you know. Right. How much of a mess is involved with yeah. all this? And sometimes it works. Sometimes it does. Don't Dave, get me wrong. Dave Filoni got his Space Wolves. 
in in Rebels, and they worked. They worked That's really well. That's right. They did. He was all about yep. Space Wolves. But that was with Rebels, which is Star Wars, which is Disney, not Warner and Brothers. with Rebels, I think Filoni Writers, had a little bit more producers, freedom. That's what I was getting at. But, well, but I'm saying but the heads that are in charge of it, right. they're the ones that are screwing it up. Right. And I think they need to put – to have DCB somewhat feasible and start putting out quality content, they're going to have to do what Marvel has done and put a guy like – uh, Kevin Feige in charge that heads the thing up. I mean, look he's last... got the control. Can they though? Can, can I don't know? Can they do that now? I don't can know. they finally Probably say not. we've gone 10, 11, 12 years by not doing what Marvel's doing and then start doing what Marvel started to do 12 years ago? Do, and it worked. Good... And it worked. Yeah. Right? Can because... they slash should they? Do no, they no, need no. to? Because... Yes, I think they should. I think they should too. Not I don't know money. if they can. DC, though, look at the comics standpoint, though. How many times have we said miniseries are always better than ongoings? And for DC, okay, fine. Shazam, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Then you get Justice League, not a good movie. Like, it's so ping pong back and forth because they're trying to do one universe. Yeah. Versus, how about DC, just do one movie, one story, that'd be it. And if they happen to tie into the other, great. If they don't, it's no one giant continued universe. I mean, look, but the, Dark, too. the but Dark Knight trilogy by itself. It was all in its own little world. It was great. It was. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to tie into everything. No, and if I'll you agree can, with you. There. If you can't do it, then quit trying. Sure, just no, stop I'll and agree with you. stick with your independent That's stuff. That's a good point. I mean, Aquaman, Wet Thor. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. The new Suicide Squad. They delivered what they promised. Like just over the top action, funny yep. jokes. Then the we got one the, we watched. The one we watched. Okay. Yeah. Then the Peacemaker show out of it too. Again, no real connecting tissue between the whole universe. That's fine. Do it that way. Other than cameo stuff, right? But you, you don't but have even then to. You, yeah, that could have been it. Right. So to 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 the opposite side though of that, look at what Disney Plus is doing. I'm now at the point where I'm like, I don't know if I care. I never finished watching Loki. I, Ms. Marvel, I don't think just appealed to me. That just wasn't a show that was for me. I watched it. It was. It was I fine. enjoyed it. It was fine. It was fine. Okay. Um, it was made for a younger audience, and that's fine. I mean, I'm in that's my totally mid thirties, so it's. You know, it was, stop it was lying. Towards You're those. in your early 30s, it, ladies. It, it was the CW of, <laughs> of that. it was the CW of Disney. Yeah, of the Marvel stuff. Like, yeah, okay, right. it's it's not for the 40 year old dude. No, it's for younger people. And like, yes, now now I still enjoyed it. I still right. got, like, and I still enjoyed it. it for what it was. I still watched it. I watched it up to the end. I thought it was just fine. It had a good story to it. Now, it Moon Knight, there? now Moon Knight was better. I enjoyed I that agree. a lot more. Yep, and that I never was, finished it. And that was more of an adult targeted audience yep. for that one. I, I think right now Marvel has a lot of just cinematic fatigue. They keep putting out so much that there are characters that I don't care about. To get in, involved in stuff like that. It's, well, as characters I don't care about right now. I mean, look, like, at, the last, they, uh, look at the last two years since in Endgame. What has been coming out like, oh, I'm looking forward to whatever. What was it? Loki? Captain America? Spider-Man? Spider-Man? I mean, I mean, of the stuff that I was excited for, it was the main characters, though, that have already been established. They're they're getting to the, okay, we're going to the back catalog of these other characters that you may not care about. Yeah. You're right. I do not care about. Mm-hmm. Now, it's up to you to sell me on it and, like, I'll watch it. I'll get my enjoyment. It doesn't cost me. I'm paying for Disney Plus anyway. No I'm one. I'm getting my money's worth out of it, right. so sure. But no one gave a crap about Guardians of the Galaxy until that came out. And part of that is it's look at the cast and crew. The cast and crew. I mean, James Gunn made that franchise. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason why they didn't do three until they rehired him. Like, oh, right. well, we're not going to do it. If he's not in it, we're not in it. Yeah. Because we don't want to ruin the project. Right. 
I mean, then which, we get Thor four, which was okay. Yeah, it was all right. But that, again, you can see the influence of Thor Ragnarok was probably the best out of those four movies, and again, that's so heavily influenced by Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, though. and if you compare that to the Winter Soldier movie, dude, Winter Soldier's <clears throat> leaps and bounds bounds above it. You know, right? I, In my opinion, I you well, know, it's a different tone too. You're exactly. going a comedic tone versus a more serious dramatic tone. Yeah. So there is that difference too. Like, okay, what kind of mood are you in anyway? But are, Thor didn't start off as a comedic, and I think with the failure of of of, of Dark Dark Thor, World, Thor two, Dark World, Thor, Thor two. I, I mean, look at him between Thor two and then anything after that. He kind of like became really goofy and dumb. It's because yeah. he was no longer Thor, played by Chris Hemsworth. It was Chris Hemsworth playing as Thor. Like it was the actor was more in the control than that character was. And a good a good actor, you lose track of the actor. Like, oh, that's that character. That's who that person is. Mm-hmm. This the Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. No, no, that's Chris Helmsworth. Oh yeah, acting I see like what Thor. You're yeah, that's yeah. not Thor that happens to be played by him. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, Mark yeah. Ruffalo. No, he's a Hulk and Banner. Sure, yeah, it's not Mark Ruffalo. I don't see a Ruffalo personality out of it. Mm-hmm. I see Hulk and Banner. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of him in Endgame where he's like, uh, rawr, um. Right. So, you know. <laughs> but I'm saying that, like, that's that's the character, yes. not the actor. Correct. Robert Downey Jr. was the character. And the actor. But I'm saying it was I mean, it was the character. We were watching the character of Tony Stark. We, we were wa- watching. But we weren't. We were watching Robert. I mean, we were watching Robert Downey Jr. Those two characters are so alike. It's Which helps. You, yeah. No, I'm not saying that it was a bad thing. I'm just saying we were probably watching Robert be Tony and Tony being Robert at the same like. But like, he was, which one were we watching at that moment? You know, right? But he was there's still more acting versus Love and Thunder and Ragnarok. It's like, no, no, that's just sure. that's just almost <laughs> worth having fun, yeah. and that's fine. But also, like, I'm watching an action movie. I'm not watching a comedy. Now, if it's labeled as a comedy, sure, okay, it is right. what it is. At that point, they did not try to sell us on either or with Guardians. Hey, <laughs> this is a ragtag bunch of idiots that you're about to watch. And we're going to have fun with it. And it's in space. And it's in space. And, and the soundtrack a, is amazing. There's a talking raccoon and a tree that can only say one phrase. Right. And we weren't, like, they didn't sell it on on being. And I think the Not problem with all. Thor is that we started with unworthy. The straight man, like, the not, not funny man. I've got a problem. I have issues. And it needs res- resolved. And then now we've got a bumbling idiot. And that, that's why I'm hoping – this is a massive tangent we've been on, but I'm hoping that the next phase of Marvel, the multiverse saga, the post-Endgame saga, the post-Endgame lull, we get to see more of a diverse, like, iconic characters. Okay, we're bringing back Fantastic Four. We're going to – we know we're going to get X-Men. We're building the Secret Wars where we can probably get a whole MCU reboot at this point is what probably what it's leading to. Not not a reboot reboot, but we're going to recast a lot of people because we're in multiple sure. universes. Mm-hmm. How long can Marvel go without Iron Man? How long can Marvel go without Steve Rogers? It's not very long because that is money that's trying true characters. Yeah. I mean, how long could Sony go without having Spider-Man? They didn't. Yeah, they, they, they couldn't. They're like, no, you, you can borrow him for the movies. But right. He's still ours. Right. For now. So like, <laughs> and that's because the golden age of Marvel cinematic right now is, I mean, we're starting to go into the silver age now. We're, yeah, I would say golden age ended with, End game. game, and now we're okay. Now we're going to the next phase because it. When you're no longer an underdog, 
then where's the hook? And that's, I yeah. mean, comic books, a lot of our heroes right. are always underdogs. Like, okay, there's this big bad. They have to win every single time. The big bad, if they lose, oh, well, they'll just come back later. As a good guy, you have to win every time. And how do you keep making those stakes higher and higher and higher versus it starts, okay, I- I'm bored with this. Next. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm not excited for stuff. I'm still looking, I'm looking forward to the new Black Panther but movie. But you're right. I'm not as excited as I was for when Age of Ultron came out, do you remember the excitement and the buzz around that? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I read before the, uh, it came out. I mean, I read the book. I was not excited. <laughs> well, <laughs> before it came out, though. Now, Winter Soldier, yes, absolutely. Oh, everyone was hyped for that. But but even Age Civil of War, Ultron, Civil War, absolutely. Civil War. There was a, an excitement about those movies. You just aren't hearing about now. And I think you're right. I think it's that lull that that lull. And there's so much out there. Is before we had never seen it before. Right. Now we've seen it how many times? We've right. seen it 12, 13 years of it now. Like, yeah. okay, it's no longer our first time seeing whatever. Right. We've seen it all a million times. So Would, it's up to you. Make us, give us an interesting story yeah. we're enthralled by. Right. I, I, I love, my favorite out of the Marvel shows so far on Disney Plus has been Hawkeye. I thought that was a fun one. See, for me, it was very much this the formulaic Marvel story. Like I knew I was forgetting one. It was <laughs> it, very much so. It was, but it's, Hawkeye and Falcon Winter Soldier were very much like, okay, this is just a longer quote Marvel movie. Agreed. It is what it is. There's nothing experimental, nothing fun. There was no real stakes in the game. Right. Yeah, I'll agree with you. But there's um, something to be said about continuing a story that's been established for the last 11 years. Right. 12 years. It's, it was fun because to see we, Jeremy Renner in that role of, of, Battered, broken, beaten down. Not broken, but you know. No, he was broken. I mean, he turned off his hearing aid. He yeah. has a hearing aid for a reason. Right. You know? He's, he has battle damage. It's 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 funny because we think about, you know, Tony Stark is really just a guy in a suit, right? Mm-hmm. And then here's Hawkeye. He's fighting robots with a bow and arrow. It doesn't get any weirder than this, he says, you know? Yeah. And so when he gets hit by an Ultron bot, and versus Steve gets hit by an Ultron bot, it's going to leave more of a mark on. It's going to leave a mark on on Hawkeye versus Steve. Yeah, and I loved how they did it in the show with the passing the torch. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's an origin without having an origin movie. Correct. We yeah. have to see that. Yeah. I mean, that's what uh, Moon Knight. It was the origin of Moon Knight, but we don't need to see the movie. Like, okay, we have the, the show. Like, okay, where's going on with the personalities? What's going on with this? That? Like, it could have worked as a movie. But it felt a little rushed. WandaVision yeah. needed to be a show. There's no way they could have done WandaVision as a movie. No. That would have been too – you would have left – you would have lost the importance of the each decade being a different era of television. Because yeah. of it would have – there wouldn't have been a week of, of anticipation. Right. Sure. It would have been, it'd been like, oh, it would be the immediate payoff and, okay, we're done. And it was, what, six, seven episodes that were half hour to 45 minutes each? So I that, felt like they got longer each episode. Right. Yeah. It would so, end up being like four hours long total. But or it would have like been that. a really long movie. Yeah. Or, okay, the first, the the 60s of the show would have only been 10 minutes. Right. Instead of the full 30. The Oh, the 90s oh, sure. would have been five minutes instead of 40. Like, we definitely would not have gotten as much as we would have yeah. wanted. You would have lost the impact. Now, that being said, I know there are friends of ours that were like, I don't get it. Why is each episode a different decade? Like, okay, well, they're t- just experience it and just. Right. Trust it; it'll be fine. Yeah, and it's one of my favorites. Nine too. episodes. Oh, it was nine episodes. Nine episodes. And, and oh, so it was longer. Thirty, than that. thirty-eight, thirty-three, thirty-six, forty-two, thirty-nine, forty-eight, thirty-eight, forty-seven, and then fifty. 
That adds up so, to a lot. A lot. Well, so five and a half, roughly. So like that that would not have translated nearly as well no. as yeah, a movie. In yeah. a two a two and a half hour movie, no. I well, mean, because you also had to think about like the the whole reason why uh, you know what at this point spoilers, who cares? Why the hex was created. Yeah. Wanda was dealing with a lot of crap. Yeah. Well, and that's the biggest complaint people heard of, I've heard about the Doctor Strange multiverse madness. Like, oh, but you don't see Wanda go evil. No. You already did if you watch the movie or the show. If you watch the show. Which still holds to Feige's statement of you don't have to watch the show. Because they did yeah. reference it in the movie of like, hey, you know, she created the kids, they disappeared, done. They made a, let's say, nine hours of television into a 30, 30 second, second blip, little blip thing. Like, yes, you don't need it. Blip. <laughs> it, you need it. But you don't, it's not critical, but if you want to get the full emotion, like last time you saw her as an in-game versus this as an evil villain, what the crap happened? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I cried in WandaVision. There were a lot of very emotional things that was that she was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, like, Which I don't get had I not watched it. Had I watched Endgame and then Eternals. And then multiverse. Either way, for the main Whatever. the main story yeah. from Endgame to multiverse. I mean, that's a direct mm-hmm. main path. Yeah, like you would that would have meant nothing to you. But to sum it up, DC has, oh, right. doesn't have direction like Marvel does. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's just make this our theme for the we're gonna save our other stuff for next um, time because we filled a lot of time. This tangent is gonna be the main <laughs> subject instead. Yeah, that sounds good. But yeah, no, it's fine. And I mean. Give credit to DC. Their animated movies are great. Are, they're awesome. And you know whose animated movies are not great? Marvel's. Marvel's. But with DC's animated movies being great, they're not connected. They're not all self-contained. All. Nope. There's so, only two or three that connected. Again, just... pivot the DCU pivot. into like, you know what? F it. Bunch of one shots. Yeah. It Harley, is what it is. The Harley Quinn show was good. I did not think I was going to enjoy that. That was fun. The animated show? Yeah. The yeah, first season? Yeah, I watched the first episode and I, I stopped. I've only seen I, clips online like in Reels and, and TikToks and I hate them. For, for <laughs> me, really? I thought it was fun. For me, A, I don't care about Harley Quinn at all. It just I just don't care. And, and, and B, they are, the first episode, I got the impression of, okay, we're going to swear, we're going to have violence, and rated R animation just because we can. Not mm. to move the story, but just because we can, mm-hmm. because it's on HBO. There's not much of a story. It's a par. If you watch it as a parody, you would enjoy it. I think a little bit more. Like they make fun of Robin so much in that, and but who is know, that for though? I would say it's for the DC diehards. It's not for probably a, a, a DC casual. Like, oh, I'm going to the movies to watch it. Let's see what it is. Oh, no, oh, you're right. You probably you would probably enjoy get that then. A bunch of Steve Rogers in in watching that. I don't understand that reference. Right. I don't understand that reference. Yeah, I mean, you probably and then would. finally, I understood that reference. Right, but me being a diehard DC guy, you, I enjoy. Do you understand well, those references? How, yes. how did you feel about the Titan show? I loved it. But again, you're a diehard. I'm a diehard. I for me, I have no reason to watch it. I thought some of it was over the top, like with Raven screaming constantly in the first season. I was like, good God, that's a little annoying. I will go there. But overall, I enjoyed the show. I thought you know it was great. You know what I enjoyed? Teen Titans. Not Teen Titans Go. The Teen Titans. The not anime. The, the, yeah, the, the animated. Yeah, that was that great. Was, they the told Russia great has, stories. That was, yeah. That was great. Uh, even the Peacemaker show, I enjoyed. Yeah. Because. They, I don't like, what's his name? So John I'm Cena. Like, yeah, whatever. 
I never, I can't ever see him in anything. For, <laughs> uh, for me, it's a character. That was horrible. It's a character I knew nothing about, and they assumed that the audience knew nothing about. Exactly. Like, like, oh, and they did a great job with like, that. Hey, no one knows who this character is, but you saw the movie, The Suicide Squad. Here we go. Yeah. Like that's all the assumptions that were made, and they fill the rest. Right. And they they did a great job with that. Story. Before the show, I think I'd only ever seen him in team ups, and so I like I didn't know much about the character. So I didn't care about him at all. And the, for me, that's and great. that was fun. Versus Titans, you have to know all the DC lore. You have to. To a degree, the yeah. Harley Quinn show, you have to know the the Batman Harley I, lore. I would you agree with to. that. Is like, that Titan show more like uh like when they're adults, not so um, much as teenagers, or they're actually drawn like, like teenagers? Dick Grayson's. In like the first season, he's still Robin, but he's he's an adult. He's a police officer, okay. which he was in the comics at one time. So I, you know, I liked all of those pieces. Um, but but like Beast Boy and Raven are still teenagers, so you know it had that aspect to it. Okay, where- for me, I took it as the the Titans as if it were in the Dark Knight universe. Like, it's the darker, gritty, oh, yeah. rated R stuff. Yep. Like, that's all it was. And that's fine. But, like, I, I've watched zero episodes. I've, I have no ambition to watch it. It was originally on the DC All Access app, which I was like, I'm not paying money for that. <laughs> Forget that noise. Um, and then it came to HBO later. Yeah. I also liked um, Doom Patrol. Another one that was a DC that, All Access originally. Yeah. And I think you would – I think everyone could enjoy that. That had some humor. That had – it had more of a – Guardians of the Galaxy type feel to it where they were all like B and C list characters that no one gave a crap about, but they told a good story. You know what I do like is that when- have to know some See, lore. I, I'd be more excited to watch that than I would Titans because I feel like Titans, I'd it'd be in the back of my head like, no, yeah. no, <laughs> no. Sure. And Brendan Fraser's in and, Doom and, Patrol. And Brendan Fraser's in it. So. So yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He voices one of the characters and he's there occasionally here. Bits and pieces. I do like the the reference you did to like it. It's trying to be Guardians. You said a minute ago, and it's like oh, it just has that's that when vibe. You it's no that B and C list characters where they're telling a good story. Yeah, but that's what I'm getting at. Like that that's when you know you made something great. Yeah, when your stuff can only compare to the thing before. Yeah, Guardians. Right? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. You, when you are the model, like okay, it's so unique. That's like that's its own genre now. Like it's like Google. Yeah. Hey, why don't you Google that? Why don't you Bing that? Why don't you Yahoo that? Why, Why don't, don't you, you ask Jeeves that? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Man, that was... What was before Ask Jeeves? The internet. Uh, Just the internet. I mean, uh, Yahoo may have Yahoo been was that. Yahoo Yahoo's might been have been before. For a while. I, 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 Yahoo might have been around before, but either way. <laughs> but yes, when you establish, okay, ooh, uh, what oh, was the texting one? This you would text a question. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't, back then I didn't have unlimited texting, so I wasn't doing that. Yeah, same here. Uh but anyway, yes, going back to when you establish a property of like, okay, that's the new thing thing that it compares to. Like, okay, right. yeah. Just League was always compared to the Avengers. Well, Just League Cinematic, not nearly as good as the Avengers. Yeah. And at this point, I want to say the whole MCU. Aquaman. <laughs> Wet Thor. Right. <laughs> uh, the MCU isn't the MCU. It's the ACU. It's the Avengers Cinematic Universe. Because it's not just about Marvel. It's just about Avengers because that's what all that Marvel had at the time. It's going to be, though. It will be, yes. But right now, everything's like, okay, it's the Avengers, you know, this, Avengers, that, Avengers, that, whatever. It's not the Marvel. Sure, right now it is. But. It's the Avengers because now, though, they're going to introduce the X-Men, Fantastic Four, so they can do a full Marvel now. But the last 10 years, it's been the Avengers Cinematic Universe. The comic books were called Marvel, yeah, for a while, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. 
than the all new Marvel now. And yeah. Oh, right. But I mean, that's the thing I realized the past week. Like it's not the Marvel cinematic universe. Not yet. It's the Avengers cinematic universe. Once this whole multiverse saga ends, then I feel like we will get a true Marvel cinematic. But that's just my opinion on the matter. And that's another five years. Oh, one last thing. Customer <laughs> came in last week like, oh, you excited for the San Diego Comic-Con announcements? Blah, blah, blah. What do you think about this, that, and the other? I was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I could see him breaking the size. Like, wait, what do you mean uh-huh. you don't care? I'm like, think about it. And then they just announced, we'll be waiting at least two or three years on. Yeah. I cannot be excited now and maintain that excitement for three years right. about anything. I just can't. Right. So, like, what, I'm, what am I excited for now? Black Panther. Even then, like... I'm more curious than I am excited. Like, hey, how are they going to do this? What are they going to do with that? The first Black Panther was such a good movie. It, the, the pro- with Chadwick Boseman passing away. Th- that's what, that's it puts my... so much question on this. Is did how he... do you how do you how do you keep going? Right, and did like, was Michael he so Jordan... critical to it that it can't go on without it? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan was so good as the villain. But they killed him off. They killed him off. and Now they get unkilled. It's like, okay, so from there, did Chad, without Michael B. Jordan, did Chadwick Boseman carry that movie? Right. And without him, is Shuri a strong enough character I mean, to, it depends, to pull it'll, the lead? It'll depend and, on the writing. I, I, mm-hmm. I truly yeah, do. Yeah, I do too. And that's and, why, I, yeah, I'm not excited. I'm more curious. Like, yeah. Okay, what, how are you doing How are they this? doing this? I'm still excited, but- You kind of have to redo the first Black Panther then. In your recasting. It's going to be- You're recasting too. A I new mean, Black Panther 1 for- it, it won't be Black Panther 2. We've seen right. slight yeah. recastings before, only twice, with uh, Hulk and- Iron uh, Man, And Rhodey. We haven't seen a Thank main God. character recast, though, since then. Yeah. So- and I don't think you're going it, to until they do a reboot. They're not going to recast. They're just going to be like, yeah, he died. Right. You know, See, yeah. they're going to write the story in such a way that they're, that's the challenge to write the story where it naturally is whoever. If it's going to be Shuri, if it's going to be Storm, if it's going to be whoever, Rando, what's her name? What's the, girl's in, the girlfriend's name? Um, the girlfriend. His girlfriend, the secret agent who was on the truck and she was being transported with the other women slaves. Shoot. Yeah, her. Oh, yeah. They um, could give it to her. You know, she was like, maybe they could do she was, some sort she was of Michonne. flashback. <laughs> she was Michonne in The Walking Dead. No, 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 no. I think not not the leader of the uh Lucanden. Oba Jaya. Okay. No, not her. The secret agent girl. Secret agent girl. Um she was in green. She she said very few lines, and I don't think we even see her in N or in uh, Infinity War. We, Nakia. We, yeah, that L- one. Lupita Nyong'o? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I think that. it's an actual properly African name. Uh, yeah. Like, I think she might actually be from Africa. Um, but either way, like, at some point, see, for me- I, She was in uh, the 355. For me, I'd be okay with them recasting people. It'd be the same way as we do James Bond. Okay, eventually, all right, it's just a new person playing that sure. role. Like, because- Actors age. They have to. What? I mean, how, I guess we have seen some recastings of Scott Lang's daughter. They recast her. Yeah. Um, but it's all minor characters that haven't really done anything yet. Right. But they wrote long... that because of age, like the five year difference. Yeah, but even they were still recorded five years, still filmed five years. They could have kept the same actor. But like, nope, we're getting someone else instead. So they could have kept the same person. Now, I don't know why they changed people. I don't care. It was actually. Filming scheduling. Maybe they couldn't 
Or who knows? Yeah. yeah, anything could happen. But Marvel has been increasingly decreasing contracts. They're not doing the okay, you're signed on for a 10-year deal. Oh, sure. Because that's such a turnoff for actors too. Like, wait, I'm going to be doing this for a decade? What if I want to do anything else? Or what if we have a falling out where I hate you, you hate me, now yeah. we're stuck in contract limbo? And how what? old is Downey? Uh, he's not young. Because he wasn't young when he first started the MCU. Right. How old is Robert Downey Jr.? Downey Jr. is 57 years old. Wow. So, and so his, it, well, out two years ago, so it came out when he was 55. They recorded probably, they filmed it probably two years before that. Still, he's in his 50s. So, right, and if he did a project now, he's pushing, now, granted, he still looks good for his age, and Samuel right. Jackson's getting up there, and he's still doing his thing. And remember, those guys, but, that's their job. Right. You know, those men and women, you know, it's, I had a family member who was like, why can't I look like, you know, and I'm like, dude, because they get paid to be beautiful. They are working right. out all day, that every is, that day. Is their little, While you're going to the office, they're at the gym. They right. are literally, <laughs> and they have a trainer training them to do so right. as well. Like, yeah. they are literally getting paid to do that. Now, don't eat that. You and I can't do that because <laughs> we have real jobs to do. Like, right. It's, it's exactly. Not, it's not a feasible thing versus, right. okay, yes, I'd be a, a, Jared, you'd be a world famous baseball player if someone was paying you to be and paying exactly. to do the training, paying to do everything. Like, that's Correct. what you eat, breathe, and sleep is that. Yep. You could be amazing at it then. Right. But you can't. But you're not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yes, that that's right. – And even then, that only has a certain amount of shelf life versus, no, your body eventually will give out on that. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, Hugh Jackman where he's like, I physically cannot be Wolverine anymore. It will, it. it will kill me. Yeah. Like, Literally. the amount of work that's needed to maintain because, oh, to get that physique when you're 20 versus when you're 50 are two different conversations. Dude, right? Like – Oh, yeah, I went out drinking last night. I'll just work off in the morning. Versus, well, then, I went drinking last night. I'm dead for a week. Well, here's right. the thing, too. You have to kind of, you can't just stop. Like, you stop and your body's like, what are you doing? Look at Schwarzenegger. Right. He still has to keep a maintenance schedule, as it were. So, because he did, he went so peak and now he still can't, he can't look like you and I. Right. 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 Like, he, like, it'll probably kill him yeah. to let himself go like we have. Right. It just won't work. Right. His mind and body would both give up on like, no, we can't. What are you doing? Do this. Why are you doing this? Yeah. And yeah. that's and that's why, okay, if, just recast. Because at a certain point, you're done. Also, how many actors at this point are like, I want to get into directing. I want to try like other creative outlets. Like, yeah. Because why not? I mean. Right. Some yeah. of them have been really good at it. Yeah. So any of them, and, or producing, or, you know, just any sort of, plus you get extra money for that too. Right. Uh, but it also is like just a growth of, okay, I'm tired of. Being, acting like I'm someone else. Sure. I want to do what I want to do now. Go from there. So I'm saying eventually we will see get to the point where Marvel like, okay, we have to recast because we can't have a seven-year-old playing this 12-year-old. You could, um, but then it has to be the character of that age. Right. Passing, you know, well, where Tony Stark is like the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever because he's old and he can't be Iron Man. But also, again, it's the actor himself <laughs> is saying, you know what? I'm done doing that role. Right. Because... I don't want to be known forever as just that. I want to be known for like, oh, I'm a right. great actor. Look at my breadth of work versus, oh, look at me being Iron Man. Right. I there's, mean, yes, there's a lot of artistic integrity okay with, with that. that. Yeah. Well, but, but we're also not that level of creativeness right. where that's not our legacy of, of doing just that. I'm right. a cool thing. And and there's is that artistic integrity. Like uh, Michael Keaton left after Batman Returns because uh, Tim Burton wasn't doing the 
the fourth and fifth, mm, third like, and fourth one. He's out. I'm out. That, yeah. Just like right. So I mean, look at all of Guardians. The right. They the said they one. weren't going to do one. Right. So like, what, what, what was Marvel going to do? Like, oh well. You know? I mean, they can just not acknowledge it, and that's fine. Yeah. It is and just it is. move on and not do another Guardians project, or you know, whatever. Right. But so yeah, that that is the state of the cinematic so, stuff. The moral of the story is everything has a shelf life. Everything has an expiration date. Like the books of the week. Yeah. So speaking of which. You see what I did there? It's a good uh, segue. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip the books of the week this week. Oh, because man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's. Oh, skipping books? Yeah. That's my hero of the week. <laughs> How's that for a segue? <laughs> uh, we'll see you all next week. We'll see you next week. And we're done. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's everything that's going on. Adrian, good job coming up with this topic. Hey, no problem. Four hours ago. We'll do it in two weeks. <laughs> or we could do it next week and he won't we'll be just here. Just completely just, skip him. And he'll just come up with the, the next subject in two weeks again. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then you we'll get off to... on another tangent and then we'll say, we'll do that one next week. <laughs> if you guys mysteriously wind up dead, whoever's listening, use this as a motive. Uh, we're going to start talking. Oh, we can talk about the dark, uh, that, the white knight also. You better not. We can do that oh, one. You better not. Uh, <laughs> I and, will cut you. Anyway, I mean, you can just record on your phone and we can just put it in. Uh, so yeah, the books that came out this week, August 3rd, 2022. Adrian, what is a book that stood out to you this week? Uh, you guys know me. Uh, I Even if it sucks, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to do my best to enjoy it. Uh, <clears throat> I, I got halfway through and then I got called in a meeting today. Not because the book sucked, but not because, because the book sucked. Yeah, just you're busy. because I was busy. Uh, Peach Momoko's Demon Days. Oh. And now we're getting the Iron Samurai. And it's still sticking with this uh, feudal, mythical Japan. And now she's just expanding more and more characters. It started off with just the mutants and made them kind of shoguns and different things. But we're still keeping a lot of the uh, established, quote unquote, characters that she has done in, in other books. Um, Mariko, uh, the black widow, which always looks the same. She's been in like three books and it's still the same, um, black widow looking character. There weren't many mutants in this one, but we're getting more of like origin stories for how it may, how she might keep doing what I think is really dumb or really smart. Continuing one shots. Like okay, That's my next question. Is this a ongoing or is this a one you can just jump in and read this and be fine? This is where you can start again, right? So you've heard me rant and rave about Peach Momoko's other books before. Which they all were one shots. They were all were one shots. Uh, I think this will still be a one shot. It is. I think the next one is going to still be a one shot. I think all of her issues are one shots, which I we've always talked about issue ones. Everybody buys them because it's an issue one. So maybe that will help her. I don't. I don't know. If the computers can track them as a series still, so you can still, hey, I want all these, and it yeah, actually track it. It's Yeah. Uh, but it's been fun. It still continues to be fun. Uh, that's right up my alley. I've always been a fan of, of anime from the 80s. Uh, I've been very picky about my mangas. Uh, so this uh, style of manga-esque art uh, I think really works for for what her art is. And then so the story, it just... It flows. You know me. I if it's good art and good story, I'm gonna love it, and mm-hmm. I, and I love this. There's uh, but I I still want her to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. I still want her to do something different. Where oh yeah, that's Peach Mocha. That that doesn't look like her normal stuff, but I can see 
where it still is. And she's doing the writing and the art. And right? the writing, yes. So yep. she's doing mm-hmm. both, she's in full control of it then. Right, right, right. So but yeah. Uh so uh, Demon Wars, the Iron Samurai was my one of my picks of the week. I've got another one and then two mentions. So all right. Uh Jared, why don't you go next? I have a feeling that you and I are gonna double dip on this one. Um, I'm gonna Ew. leave it for you, actually, because I read some other good ones. Hey. Batman 126. Uh, we... No, that was one I was gonna double dip on. Oh, too. okay. I thought I, you were talking I, about the I other saw one. your order. No, we're we're gonna double dip on a lot of these this week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Batman 126 was awesome. This is the second issue written by Chip Zdarsky, yes. the new creative team. Art so by uh art by uh Jorge Jimenez. Yep. Yep, Jorge. Jimenez. So uh if you remember last issue, Robin Tim Drake got shot in the neck and they took him to go get uh, fixed up and he's already back out. He, like he still has a I yeah. he still has a bandage on his neck too. Like, no no, yeah. you should be resting. Yeah, I don't care. I got work to do. Yep. So now he's holier than thou, Robin? He's holier than before. <laughs> he's holier. <laughs> it took you half a second on that one. So anyway. We've got a new character. That was in the final page of the yeah. previous issue. Named a failsafe from what I gather. Yes. The name, it's some robotic creature named failsafe. Yep. Kind of like a, the, a Marvel fan, like an Ultron, maybe. Not it, quite as advanced. I'm, I'm definitely getting Ultron vibes If you're out of a this. DC fan, uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of Amazo. Who was able to absorb, r- absorb uh, everyone's powers and replicate them and everything? What so would it absorb from Batman? Speed, fighting it, skill. It's also okay. And Batman's Be- the one who beat it up a couple times. It is the <laughs> cyborg Superman version of Batman. Is what I'm taking it as. Like it's. I'll go with that. It's a cyborg Batman. Yep. Uh, yep I'll go with that. What is who is failsafe failsafing for? We don't know. Not, okay. Yeah. Right. It, yep. The previous issue, there was like this beeping noise in the Batcave, then all of a sudden it came out of the Batcave. Yep. We don't know how it got there, who put it there, what's going on. It you just, guys remember the Batman animated series from the 90s? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the the replicated? Yes. The the androids that yes. were meant to look like humans, and then that was one actually God, finally started so to think for itself. Is yeah. that kind of, do you think that's kind of where they're taking the no. storyline now? Nope. This, this robot is <laughs> a, it is... It reminds me of the Terminator movies where it has one directive and it is following that to a T. It wants to kill Batman. It is Terminator Cyborg Batman. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, yeah. So it's, you know, but it keeps making comments on, uh, you know, uh, the Batgirl squad shows up with Signal and they're all just like, yeah, they're getting their butts kicked. It doesn't matter. The only one who actually stood a chance against him was Nightwing. And, and even then he got, it was even then, he got a cheap shot on it. Yeah. Yep. But that was a pretty cool cheap shot. It, it was very cool looking. Um, I don't know. For me, there's one part that uh, annoys me because so the failsafe thing like jumps up in the air, slams down the ground, everybody goes flying. There was no explosion. Like as far as we saw, it just like jumped like a story or two high, smacked the ground, and then shockwaves went crazy. Like it flew why, cars and why, stuff like that. But like if you only jumped like a story or two high, it's red. Yeah, that could be an explosion. Yeah, I think that's them just not showing the background. <laughs> like, I'm looking at this like, okay, that's a little bit, come on. Like, it is a robot. You said it's a robot. Yeah, but, you know, to punch the ground that hard, uh, I feel like that's just being lazy, but that's just me. Uh, yeah. This like, isn't a work of fantasy. This is a work of uh, <laughs> nonfiction. No, no, I'm saying if you read, I'm Jared, am I wrong though? Where it no, just you're seems, not wrong. It seems kind of super lazy. Like, I didn't oh, read it. 
it's I mean one thing if like if it threw a car at them or like if there was an exp- yeah but that's we the see- way it made it seem. It he could have up. jumped a lot higher because it's only you only really s- see it jump in one small panel, and everyone's kind of looking up, and the next panel it comes crashing down. So it could have been higher than that, but that's the way they made it seem because everyone was craning their necks up, but it was still angled. You know, right. it wasn't like straight up. They're looking like, oh, like I'm looking at the ceiling. Hey, look, there's yeah. thing right there. Not, whoa. not straight up. And you know? they could actually follow him. It's not like Superman. Like we lost track of how fast he's moving. Yeah. Like no, no. We saw him the entire time, and we're just going to keep standing there as he falls down to the ground. Yeah. And then we get blasted away. Like, come on. So, just, like, to me, that one felt a little bit like, eh. Now, with the fallout after that, I like how he was able to uh, take advantage of everyone being distracted and wounded. Like, okay, well, yeah. I want to hack into your system, rip your mask off. And like, oh, you're networked together? Now I'm networked in with that. So you're okay with this thing beating the crap out of everybody, and okay with one Robin getting a cheap no. shot in. You're not okay. It, it, it was a Nightwing, not a Robin. Whatever. That's right. Tomato, tomato. Get your people straight. <laughs> Robin got shot in the <laughs> neck. That's right. He's holier and the than real, And the current Robin's not even in this. Damien? So you're okay well, with no, all of the, these no, things. No, this one is a Robin. But you're not okay with the robot smashing <laughs> the ground so hard that he makes everybody go it, bloop. It wasn't a deal breaker. It is just something <laughs> right. that is noticeable. It's just yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's just like oh okay. Next page. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. it wasn't like oh not, I'm gonna you know. It's like saying oh Transformers. I didn't believe this because of oh that slight physics thing right there versus oh you're ignoring, Transformers. Right. You're ignoring yeah. <laughs> right all of that it, it, robots it was, that transform right. cars. It was noticeable though. That's the only yes. thing. Okay. Yes. So, okay. And the other thing I noticed that uh, which it's fine. But they fine, yeah. they looked like it looks like they de aged Leslie Tompkins, the doctor who uh, always yeah, fixes. Yeah, you have to. She's like freaking old. Uh, see, I don't. I'm not have. super familiar with her enough, so I I, I, I don't really care about that because I was just rereading uh, Court of Owls, so it's like. Uh, I mean, so in that one, she's like super, like yeah, she's she al- 80, 90, and maybe that's just my perception because she always has oh, been. Lord. I mean, if we're going to complain about de aging, let's talk about Bruce Wayne himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can't tell. I mean, he should be like sixty years old. Yeah, and he should have far more scars on his body. Also, like, right, he should be nothing but scar tissue at this True. point. And I can never tell how old he is anymore. Like we did the math once, and at the youngest he was like thirty eight, but. And now but this, it's like but now Dick Grayson is like 25, 30, yeah. and Bruce Wayne is still the same. Age. Yeah, he's still <laughs> like mid thirties. It's like okay. So this whole time he's been taking like Bruce Wayne tech pharmaceuticals. I guess uh, he's actually doing blood transfusions with uh, Superman. Just Damn, he's no, got yeah. like three clones that he just uses for spare parts. Just, uh, he uploads his consciousness. Like why? Why do spare parts? I'll just upload and done. Maybe he's doing the X Men thing where he just clones himself and that's right. Like, you know, backs himself up every day. Maybe he just keeps back, back, backing it up. So, uh, but, but Bruce Wayne got the crap kicked out. He of him. is like hurting real bad, and he's going to a very dark place in his mind. And we will end it with that yep. because there's some Ooh, stuff going on. That? But there's Let's a backup see. story with Catwoman Part Two. It was okay. I the first one was decent. This one was solid too. I'll be honest. I'm not reading the backup story because I don't care about Catwoman. I just it was fun when I have ten other books to read. Like, okay, I don't care for a backup story. I just want to do the main undone. Catwoman to me works best when she is the villain, or it is a team up, not necessarily a solo book by herself. I've never been a big fan of hers in her solo. Books. I mean, that's fair. You know, it's like she's a cat thief. 
very good, very skilled, skilled fighter, everything like that. But there's not much intrigue to her story. Black Cats from Marvel stories are much better, I think. I, I, I'll be honest, I don't really care about either one. But when she's in a team-up book with Batman, with any of them, the uh, Gotham City Sirens, that's when she's on point. Because she's the moral gray area versus everyone else's right. is like, oh, we're on the straight and narrow versus she's like, no, we still need to get the job done. Yeah, I'm Some... still going to steal this diamond even though we're going to save these people's lives. Right. You know? Because <laughs> like, yeah, we're saving people alive, but I still got to get paid. I still right. got rent to pay. I still right. got responsibilities. So. Who's that? Exactly. I, that's, 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 that's the twist. I'll tell you once we're yeah. done with the podcast. It's a major thing, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought I've only seen that as a pop vinyl. Yeah. What's that character? That's where I've seen it before. That's why I asked Mark also, um, like, what's up with this? So. Oh, okay. Grant Morrison's run from but, but 10 years ago. It's a major, yeah. you have to know to know yeah. sort of thing. It's not, and if you don't know, again, it's, okay. it's not a casual thing. That nope. I imagine we'll find out later in the next issue. They'll probably explain it more. Yeah. But this issue is like, oh, that looks weird. Why? I'll wait next time. Wait yeah. for the next month's issue. Uh, ne- probably in two weeks because it's Batman. They come out. They pump those things out like nothing. So I do miss that. I do miss the 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 wait time, right? Every month, you know, and then we could I feel like we got more cliffhangers back in the day than we do today. We get a cliffhanger, like a good one, every so few issues, and then it's like, okay, here's a story, blah, 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 blah. Sell, 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 money, money, money. And then we get another cliffhanger. But I think Today's comics are written more towards the trade paperback, Absolutely. not yes. the individual that, issue to where yeah. they're, oh, I want you to buy this, the the next issue of this comic. I think they're doing these. You can buy the individuals, but get your full story in trade. Right. I think it's the marketing that you're, they're doing now. You're not, I, I'd say you're correct. You're not wrong with that statement as well as saying that. Right. But, I agree with But you the reason why they do that, yeah. I think, yeah. is more leaning towards what Jared said. Yeah. Like the first issue of a story arc will have a big cliffhanger. Okay, now I need to sub to the series. Right. But then issue two, three, and four may not have a cliffhanger, have a cliffhanger there until issue, issue five. five does or to get you your ending. Whoever they do the story six. arc. Yeah. Right. Like they'll they'll do the first cliffhanger and then not till the end of the story arc to have right. another cliffhanger. I just missed that. Yeah. Yeah. I miss I, that. That's fair. But I, I, I miss lots of things. So that's okay. Uh, so that was both Jared and I's first pick. Uh, so Adrian, why don't you go again? Uh, you guys, uh, it, you guys can just like guess, and you'll probably be right. Uh, for me, uh, it's it's more of the White Knight stuff. I am having tons of fun with the White Knight. Specifically, this is White. The Knight. White Knight presents Red Hood. So this is gonna be all three of us picking this one as well. Oh, yeah. sweet! All right. Yep. This is this is a issue or book one of two. Of two. Correct. Two, two. Yes. Two issue. I will say this though about the last Beyond issue. I was I finally got a disappointment. Can I talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When Terry's like, "Oh, okay, I'll fight the bad guy now." Where? Where? Wait, what? You just flip sides. You were the bad guy. Someone said a sentence to you, and now you're the good guy. It's just like Spider-Man in Civil War, where all of a sudden he switches sides. But there wasn't. Thank you. But, no, 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 no. Justification. But, but in this, no, no, no. Vindication. Uh, uh, yeah, vindication. There we go. Uh, Thank you. The the, but this time there wasn't a to find out what happened. Read issue whatever right. of whatever. It just I'm like, wow, we finally got some poor writing. Good job, Sean. Right, yeah. Sean? Sean Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Sean Murphy. Yep, Sean Murphy. Yeah. 
to me, my first disappointment. And you know what? If we've gone this long and finally got in for me, the first disappointment, I'm totally okay with that still. I'm still going to love it. I'm still going to read it. I'm still going to have fun with the last two issues of Beyond. I think. I don't know. Is that where we're at? I'll be honest. I need to. I'm, I'm stopping reading. I'm not going to read it until it's all done. Then I'm going to binge it all. Oh, sure. Because that's mm-hmm. how I did the first White Knight. Mm-hmm. It worked out so well. I did right. the same with the uh, Curse of the White Knight with Azrael. Then Harley Quinn, I read month month to month. I was like, ah, it reads a lot better. Yeah. It does. All in one. And yep. I'm actually the opposite. I I was annoyed with issue one of White Knight. And then finally got it in trade, and I'm like, why didn't I get this exactly. in, in single issue? The well, first yeah. issue, the so first now, two, I got the first two issues, and I'm like, I don't care. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the first issue, and, I didn't care either, but Laura did. She mm-hmm. subscribed to all of them, and that's why and she made me read it later. It's like, okay, you need to explain this. And then I, I was in a different headspace or something. Yeah. And I was in a different just, mood. I was ready to read it, and then I enjoyed it. Right. So as I'm thinking with the Batman Beyond the White Knight, I feel like, based off of everything else, It'll do a lot better when you binge read it all. I do go back every month and read the issue before and then read the, the new probably issue. probably helps. You know, so. Uh, but this was this was fantastic. I loved the first twist to and, the origin story. Again, of, that's White Knight Presents the Red Hood. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Good job. Uh, the twist of uh, I'm going to kidnap you and the audience knows what I'm going to do to you and then... I'm not doing that. We it's the twist of the death in the death in the family. Right. Is yeah. What it is. Like, yeah. It, and for me, this art seems so different than the regular white knight stuff too, but in a good way. Like I really enjoy this art. The way right. the fan, the flashback of it all looks different. And there's like a sh- overlay of shade or something that tells you there's like a memory fog shade on the page or something. It almost that reminds tells me you that it's it reminds me of like an anime filter almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it has that bright like you're staring into the light mm-hmm. sort of thing like oh i can see you but i can't the director of star trek uh lens flares yeah yeah uh but uh, that was jj abrams thank you uh but not quite to that extent seven secrets the flashbacks remind me of the artwork in seven okay seven, oh, seven yeah. yeah i can see that yep but even the artwork inside too like this new robin character i i dig her i like this character yeah we don't oh uh jan gan what what are we calling her? Uh, is it a hard G? Is it a, a soft G? I would say Gan because Gain? the girl Gan because the, f- the girls at school used to call her gigantic. They they put the emphasis. Okay. So I'm sure. going with Gan. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That. All right, all right. Yep. Where's the emphasis on the syllable? Yeah, no, I, I do love that she's riding a bike. A bike, <laughs> and not a motorcycle. No, a bicycle. A bicycle. And she throws her bicycle at him. Like, yeah, he's like, really? I got. She's like, you just hit me with a bike. Who does that? <laughs> I do. I, I I thought it was funny that she's like, wait a minute, you did this, this, and this. You must know Batman. And I'm like, if it were really that easy, no, what no, did no. everybody I'm in okay Gotham have that. noticed? Really? No, okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with that because. <clears throat> wait, is she being trained by Batman? No, no, she's being trained by him, by the Red Hood. By she Jason. has no training. No, she has no. Training. She has no that's training right. at all. I was about to say Bruce Wayne always instills some detective work, but and that's she, what I mean. Like, and Tim Drake was a had the mind for a detective mm-hmm. and that's how he found out Bruce sure. Wayne. So if she's that perceptive, you know, maybe she isn't a that has the same abilities as Tim Drake, not everyone in Gotham does. I was okay with it. Well I took it she was I was okay with it because uh it's the feud between Dick and Jason. Mm-hmm. And okay, at this point everyone knows that Dick Grayson used to be 
Robin that used to work for Batman. We don't know who Batman is, but we know he's still connected to him. Okay, so like, so Jared, I know you used to work with Batman. Adrian, you know who he is. So chances are you probably know that, like, you guys have history sure. together. I'm going to figure out eventually you're connected to that somehow. Sure. So I, that's how I took the exception. And that exception could be with that. Like, very oh. well, yeah. She's like, well, if you know him and he knows him, then chances are you know him to him and him. So let's go with it. Now, she could have been just taking a, a blind stab in the dark and just have to be, be correct. Because that happens in life, too. Like, oh, well, you, you got the correct answer, but how you got there was wrong. <laughs> right. But there was one phrase that made me, re- that reminded me of Tim Drake. And it's when she says, Batman needs a Robin. Sure. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. Tim Drake was always telling that to Dick Grayson, to Bruce Wayne, to Alfred when uh, Jason got murdered. Mm-hmm. You know, shortly after that, when Tim Drake was able to track down, he's actually able to track down who uh, Dick Grayson was first, and then put that connection together. Right. Well, I like so, how she made the point of not necessarily Batman is Robin, but the people need Robin. Like, yeah. Robin doesn't necessarily Robin Batman is the guy that beats up the supervillains. Sure. Yeah. But Robin's the one that's there for the people. Like, yes, he's also the bait to save, you know, so Batman can do his secret thing. But also people will see Robin more than Batman anyway. Like, oh, there's Robin patrolling. He's looking out for the citizens. So that's why she's like, no, uh, yeah, I'll never be Batman, but I can be Robin. I can help people. Mm -hmm. And it's simple things. I do like that when he's watching her from the the fire escape or whatever. Helping with groceries, helping crossing the traffic, like just being a good citizen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and yes, she's wearing a Robin costume, but and it's kind of it's like that's kind of ridiculous. But hey, I'm not gonna say no to help, right? And it, and that's what is endearing for her too. Like Jason's like, you know what? You got some I can't help kid. but not like you, right? And he's like, and he make the comment, and they're like, you know, not everybody needs to be trained by Batman yeah. because Batman's training doesn't work necessarily for everybody. So it's like. He makes the comment, no, I'm going to train you like I'm going to train you, not like how Batman trained me, because that's not going to work. Right. It's him adapting to the scenario and evolving at that point, too. I thought of an episode of Rebels when I when I read that line, uh, when Kanan and, and Ezra are finally come to terms that he won't be able to get Ezra an actual Jedi to teach him. Yeah. And he says to Ezra, uh, I'm not going to try to train you anymore, because if I only try, I'm going to fail. That means I think I'm going to fail. So either I am or I'm not. You may fail. I may fail. But there is no try. And I'm like, oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. Only not. Yeah. Yeah. The artwork, the writing, I still love it. It's still Sean, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. With Clay McCormick. I don't remember who is doing the the White Knight stuff itself. I don't think it's Clay I, McCormick. I, don't, I mean, judging well, by this art well, style, the story and the cover was Sean, uh, Sean Murphy, uh, Clay McCormick. McCormick did the script. Right. Uh, Simone DeMeo did the art. But I don't know who does the regular White Knight art. Yeah. But either way, it seems different, but it's a good it's two issues. I like that it's two. Not, one shots are fun when they did this because they did a freeze one shot back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. That was fine. The, but the story two, was contained. It was a little thicker, but the story was fully right. there. Here, yeah. we're getting the big. The, the beginning of a story and the end is going to be at the end of the next issue. Right. And then we're getting in the in-between because he even says something along the lines of the thing that I've learned is I'm not supposed to be a role model. Right. So, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the second issue and I think I like this better than Beyond the White Knight so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, and that's okay. Uh, Jared, any other picks this week? Yeah. Uh, Dark uh, Crisis number three. I'll, I'll tag on with that one as well, too. Yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, we're still falling, ha- having the fallout of Titan's Tower being attacked. 
Beast Boy getting shot. The he death did, of Justice League. Yeah, he did survive. Um, Deathstroke is launching a worldwide attack with villains from uh, the Secret Society. Uh, your heroes are, you know, Black Adam's trying to get these kids to grow up and, you know, see the world as he sees it, you know, because they're like, we're not going to kill people. And, you know, he's like, yeah, kill one. Put, you know, hang his body outside the Hall of Justice just to warn everybody. That'll dissuade a lot of a lot of uh, bad guys from doing things. Preach. So, you know, the Justice Society shows up. They're like, well, without a Justice League, how about a society? I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's one that they've so, been teasing since the beginning. Like, hey, guys, yeah. uh, Dark Crisis, we're going to bring you back JSA. Yeah. For, the, for those of you old fans that like that, uh, we're bringing it back. Just stay with us. Yep. Stay with us. Stay with us. And we get one page. Right. Uh, that's Ra- it for this issue of Ravager. JSA. Yeah. Ravager shows up, uh, Deathstroke's daughter, but she's missing her eye patch. I must have missed something somewhere. Yeah, I don't. Because I thought she had an eye patch from, well, way back when. Was it a legit eye patch or was it just a well, fun, for fun eye patch? When she originally got it, uh, Deathstroke used her to attack Superman. They, she carved out her own eye to be like her dad, so he shoved a piece of kryptonite in there and lead shielded it with an eye patch. Oh, okay. So when she got close to Superman, she pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, that was interesting. Sure, sure. So, and Nightwing was there to save the day. Of course he was. So, but uh, so there's a he lot more going be the on. Real voice count. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit more going on. Um, there's some darkness going on with Deathstroke. Here. Yeah. Um, I. I know what it is, I believe, but and they actually go forward from there. But I'll I'll leave that as a spoiler-free area. Um, we get to see a little bit more of the Green Lantern Corps in this. There, there, there's I want to kind of stop there. Yeah. I, I don't want to give too much away it's because there's some good stuff. It's good, and this is a book where you do not need. A thousand tie-ins. Right. Issues one, three, one through three actually flow together very well. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm very happy with this. Happy main, with this. Yeah, I'm happy with this main story. So, uh, you can read the tie-ins if you want. Yeah, but I am. Point, they are good. They're tying in loosely, like the Young Justice. It's just like in this book, they're like, "Oh, Young Justice is missing." Then it's got a little thing. See, Young Justice's right. story to find out what's going on. It's not essential to this main story at all right now. Um, and then I just picked up the second printing of Flash tie-in from last week. So there we go. Uh, any other books that stood out to you guys this week that we want to talk over real fast before we move on? You guys know I'm reading uh, DC Vampires. I'm really liking it. I think we're finally getting to a point where, okay, I can see the end coming, and I think they're going to give it a good resolution. And uh, definitely also for Once in Future. They've already announced that it's ending, and, and yes, I can see how it's all coming together now. Which is good. Yeah. When the series ends on its own, it's good to see it wrapped up well. And not like, oh, and now it's randomly done. Or, or random time jump. Time or, jump. Yeah. Or Walking Dead. And, um, uh, yeah. And Why the Last Man. Can I complain about something? Uh, I mean, for sure. two minutes. Uh, you had given me the DC Connect thing. And on the cover, it's got Riddler year one. one. I, I didn't ring you up. Or Mark did. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. But... Uh, it's a black label, it, so that's okay. I'm okay with it being a black it's label. Cover, yeah. But uh, it's Riddler Year One, which I'm kind of excited about. It's written by Paul Dano, and uh, but it says Batman Star revealed Edward Nashton's deadly, disturbing origin. Okay, like that. His name is Edward Nigma, though. I mean, so but it's a DC black label, so it'll be fine. we'll go. It for does it. and doesn't count at the same time. Exactly. It's so. Schrodinger's DC label. There black you go. Label. 
Okay, that was my only complaint. There we go. <laughs> Had to uh, complain about something. So we'll move on to our book club book of the week that we teased for two weeks ago, then rescheduled to this week. Sorry. Uh, that is The Me You Love in the Dark. If you don't want spoilers on that and want to know what we're talking about next week, Jared, what book are we talking about next week? Uh, Batman Scooby-Doo. Volume one. Right, right. Uh, we're looking at the bestsellers list. It's on that list. And I've been playing a bunch of multiverses on my PlayStation, which is a very fun game. And it's free to play, which is nice. And I was like, hey, Batman's in that and Scooby-Doo's in that too. Let's go with this. Here we go. So that's Batman Scooby-Doo. Next week is what we'll be reading. It's another light read. That'll be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so the media love in the dark. Adrian, why did you make us read this? Because uh, it's freaking awesome. Yeah, you said that about Transformers, but here we are. Jared almost did a spit take there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Admittedly. Uh, how? Okay. Can do, do you know off the top of your head how well this is? Selling at the store? Uh, it's on our best sellers. That's there you go. Good. All right. So I wouldn't complain too much about Transformers. I mean, or the fact that I picked this book. It's a fantastic book. It's Scotty Young. Yeah, I, I'm just busting your chops. It's, this, it's Jorge this Corona. Good, I mean, you and I both read this the entire <laughs> as they were coming out. Yeah. And we totally loved it. Uh, you did too, yeah. I, no, I only caught the first two issues. I didn't pull it. So I didn't you, read the, the Because ending we tell you, now. after Damn. issue one or two, subscribe because yeah, it won't be on right, the wall anymore. Right. right. Uh yeah, well, anyway, this was uh, so you guys know that I'm not a huge horror fan, right? But uh, and I, I'm the same boat. I don't care for it. But the the artwork uh, uh, called to me. Uh, it, it was Jorge Corona, which we've seen with uh, Middle West. We've seen also the writing of Scotty Young in Middle West, uh, which we talked about maybe two months ago. Um, and uh, there was just something that captivated me. Just in the first couple pages, and um, it had to be the art. It had to be I don't know. It, it also it may have been the music in the in the book the, that really was like, oh, that's unique. Because it's not. I'm going to keep going with that. It's not the typical music notes that you see floating around. Correct. It, it's a weird like we're being abstract, but you know what? It's like oh, whatever you think that they're listening to. Yes, that's what he's that's right, what they're listening right, to. Right, because yes. she's an artist. She's a she's a painter. And uh, and so who knows what she's listening to? Here's something that I didn't notice until today when I was rereading it. The music looks like gravestones. Yeah, I noticed on that. the horizon. I noticed that too oh. when I was reading it today. I didn't notice. Yeah, that. check that out again. Yeah, and looks, so looks that, like that goes. Oh, that's cool. That goes with the whole theme of like this horror uh, book where there's going to be a ghost and. Well, and we're gonna use the quote "ghost" because we don't actually know poltergeist, ghost. We don't. We don't know that demon. Whatever. It could be an alien for all we know. Because the way it says, like time doesn't work the same way it does for me as it does to you. I don't know how time works. Yeah, it doesn't know how anything works really. Um, uh, it knows how one thing works. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> doesn't know how that works. <laughs> okay, come on. I, Seriously, I mean, just run with it. I, I mean, it don't does, be a wet blanket. I mean, we're talking. We're, talk, we're allowed to talk about spoilers. It knows how to make people leave. Doesn't know how to make people not unleave though. Like, no, no. oh, he's talking about them getting it on. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I know. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about also so. like, oh, he knows how things work. Yeah, I made him leave. No, you just murdered him. Oh, I can bring him back. See, now he's a meat puppet. Yeah. No, no, no that's he's, not. That's oh, not right. Yes. He's. You didn't yeah. make him yeah, unleave. You, you. You skipped five issues. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I want to talk about, about the uh, the artists. I think. 
put a psychological effect in this book too. Oh, totally. Because the first pages are bright colors. The the rooms are lit up so that he's got like wood wood furnishings that are all tan colored and everything. And as you flip through, very it starts feeling. to get uh, darker. Uh, the lights are out, so he's using a, a darker shade of brown yeah. or tan or even grays. Here's another thing about that. And it just keeps getting darker and darker until she kind of starts to break away just a little bit, or we cut to a different area of the world where sure. her uh, manager is at. Here's what's really interesting about that. So she, why is she at the house? Because, because she's got she's painter's a, block, yeah. right? And she wants inspiration. And she wants inspiration. Like She's wanting to paint something more real to her. So along those lines, lots of bright colors at first. And then as the whole story goes, it gets really dark. So maybe her life wasn't as bad as she perceived it. Like maybe yes. it was all in her head. Yeah. Like well, maybe she was creating her own problem. That could be too. We don't know. We don't know what caused her to get painter's block. Well, I, what I would compare it to is her as a personality, like her whole personality where she said, yes, I used to do the light artsy, artsy, mm-hmm. fun stuff because I used to connect with it. Everyone else connected with it. I liked it. I had fun with that, but it doesn't connect with me anymore. Sure. So I need something else to connect with. I can connect with. Yes. Oh, it, she connected. And she's like, well, but when her connect? agent comes out, he's like, oh, this is not like any of your other work at all. Right. Like, yeah. You have changed. What, what made you change? Um, there's a lot. Uh, for me, this whole book, though, reminds me of a drug addiction. Like, Oh, sure. Because, you know, everything starts out great. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, like, I'm trying. Hey, and with being creative, I need how many bands specifically start using drugs to change their music sure. and everything, too. Yeah. And then you see the horrors of that addiction of, like, oh, no, it goes bad. Like, it destroys. Like, yes, you get that high initially, but eventually you get diminishing returns on that. And then it starts getting worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's why I took this whole thing as like, oh, this is saying, hey, here's how addiction works. Yeah, it's great. At first, there's no problem. Sure. You're happy. Everyone's all happy. Doesn't doesn't matter. There's you, even success. There's, yeah, right? there's You get success she, out of she, it. She finds this new way of, of painting and she, she even struggles with some of her stuff before she's uh, talking to the ghost and she thinks it's just crap. But then she, her muse appears and it's like, wow, this is so new. And it could have been actually not good art, but to her, right. because it's new, she sees it as amazing when it, yeah. who knows? Somebody could have said, it's awful. Uh, the guy says it wasn't, but 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 no one could have. But no one saw it at the time, too, is because right. she was so self-isolated. And that's another thing. Like, okay, you get more and more focused on your addiction, mm-hmm. the darkness, the the painting, the, the whole lifestyle of, all right, become a shut-in. That you don't get any outside influences. You don't. She stops going out in the public. She stops seeing yeah. any daylight at all. She loses. She starts turning like, oh, I hate this drug, the darkness. Right. I need to get out from it, but it won't let go of me because it's got hold on me as right. well. Right. That, that's for me. Like, I reading this again as a binge, I got so much of the drug addiction out of it than I did before, just month to month. Like, before I was like, oh, it's a relationship thing. Yeah. Now it's like, no, no. No, there's more to it. No, this there's is way more to an it. abuse. Like. In, 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 I say drug, but it can be any sort of negative relationship that you're in. They're like, oh, at first, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I need out. Mm-hmm. And that's where you see that whole, like, oh, yeah. brand new to greatness to like, oh, eventually, if you don't take care of yourself, it goes bad. Like, she needed to go out and talk to people. The addiction wouldn't let her leave. Right. Like, the relationship wouldn't let Like, she was so stuck in that environment she couldn't get herself out well and there's even it goes back to also 
uh, how she saw it, whatever it is, right? She drew kind of this handsome looking figure and we get a, a, a shot where it, it looks maybe like an older gentleman kind of behind her with his hand on her shoulder. And um, then at the end of that issue, we see what he kind of looks like all that crazy. Yeah, like, right. no, that's who it really is. But what you saw versus what it really right. is, two totally different things. Well, and the painting that she drew of his face reminded me of, was a Van Gogh's self-portrait? It yeah, reminded me a lot like, of like like a blurry version of that. Like, oh, it's some just a guy that like, oh, you don't see full facial facial features, but right. it's like, oh, I, I sort of get this and that out of it, but like I don't know. Like I don't I've never seen your face. I don't know what it is. And it just I don't know. It's very weird, but a good weird. Now like the, the first issue was very much setting up the where did she come from? Where did she go? Why is she here? Mm-hmm. Where and did she go to? where is the dark? Where is the the dark that she's gonna fall in love with? What Pat is what's the story story with that? Uh, and then we get to see more of an actual interaction between her and it. I really enjoyed how uh, she was. So uh, this is what I always tell people: is like it's a story. Issue one is uh, the lady is trying to rent her a house, which I thought was weird. I've never heard of a realtor renting properties, right? And she's like, wait, wait, wait. You know what? You don't want this house. It's got a ghost. And she's like, and Roe is like, no, this is that's yes, that's exact. Let's let's do it. And then she's painting terribly. And then she says to the ghost that doesn't exist as far as she knows yet. You know, if you're a really good ghost, you would at least fill my glass of wine every so often. Or, or help me reset my rushes too. Like she's right. like, hey, if you were a perfect, if you were a perfect spouse, you would do this. <laughs> right. And then at one point. She it, it replies to her like audibly, and she freaks out. Yeah, she's like, uh, "I was just getting whoop, getting to that part of the book." And she's like, "Should I just go pack it in and go back to being a barista?" And the voice says, "No, you should not." And she freaks out. Yeah, runs out of the house, freaking out. Then she comes back in. But back back to your addiction analogy, how does the ghost respond to her? Right. It gently. Yes, it does. It does write on the canvas. I'm sorry. Right. Kind of being, you know, a, a gentleman yeah. or whatever. And I think more of a child at that point where it's like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Sure. Right. Sure. And, but and, not realizing and, there needs to be growth with that too. I'm not doing it mm-hmm. just because you told me to. I'm doing this because of X, Y, and right. Z. And she even says, this is crazy, but also a little sweet. Right. When, when the ghost writes, I'm sorry on the canvas. So it's like, you know, she's got that attraction to it as well. Mm-hmm. So. I, and I do like the naturalness of it. They 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 wrote Row in a way because in the second issue, it's she's looking around the house like, yeah. "Am I being watched?" She's in the bathtub. Am I being watched? She's changing. Am I being watched? Is I'm am I alone in the kitchen while I'm cooking? Am I alone while I'm painting? You know. And then he decides to just slowly introduce himself and and. and well, no. She asks, "Are you there?" He says, oh, "If you right. like, if you want me to be, yeah, right, yeah." It kind of reminds me of Vampire too. Of like, no, I, I won't go in your bedroom until you invite me in. Mm-hmm. Like, I will not cross that threat. Like, yes, I'll be the rest of the house, but until you invite me in, I'm staying out. Right. Yeah. And that's when she invites him in, and then <clears throat> he goes in. <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna keep this PG. Uh, one thing I found was funny with that day night though is I was trying to look at okay, what is she watching? Like, to try to get a personality of what she is too. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they were watching the movie, which I had never heard of, nor have I seen. Uh, what was it? Uh, Something to do with time. Yeah, right. Um, uh, about time. Uh, I was like, okay, maybe I want to see this. It's some, I looked, I looked up on IMDb like, okay, what is about time? It's from the makers of love actually, I believe, which she also says is one of her favorite movies. Like, oh, this may be as good as oh, that. that one. And the time travel chick flick is what I'm, is the, the feeling I got from just the reading what it was about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, never mind. I'm not going to, re- I'm not going to watch this. Cause at first I thought, you know, if I could watch this to see more of like what this person is like, you know, to get that I'm like, oh, it's got Rachel McAdams, but, Probably good. but seeing the, that was a equivalent of a quote, a chick flick. Then, okay, looking at her, quote, previous art, like, oh, light and fluffy, like, mm-hmm. that, that tracks. That was her happy period of sure. writing and drawing and whatever. Then, like, okay, that makes sense. That That's her favorite movies also are those cheesy romantic comedies that are blah, blah, blah. Like We all go through that spell. But it, it makes sense. Like, and then now she's she's starting to get so burnt out on that, too, when the darkness is like, all right, hey, let's, 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 watch that. let's watch that again. You see, you watch it a million times. Let's watch it again. It's like. I I wasn't being literal a million times. Like I, I I do need to see other things. He's like, no, no. You said this is what it is. You established that's the rule. Let's. That's what we're doing. It kind of reminds you. That a lot should of, have been the first tip off. Right. Like I mean, that was towards like issue four or five of the end. When, well, yeah. When he got to that point, but it does seem very much of the careful what you wish for. Yeah. Because oh, you're gonna get it. This this being took you literal, mm-hmm. saying this is what you want, so that's what you want. So don't get upset with it when it says, "Well, but you said to do this, so I'm I'm doing this," not realizing it doesn't evolve the same way she does. Right. Which I mean, going back to where it says time means something different for it because yeah. it's immortal ish. Maybe we don't know. Yeah. So it doesn't mature the same rate that humans do because theoretically it lives a lot longer than we do. So. What we get tired of within, you know, a month for it's like, oh, that's like an afternoon. It means nothing to me. So I don't know. Just a little mild take on that part, too. Yeah. Uh, but the relationship issue for a long time, actually, because we go through what looks like maybe the summer Halloween and then into Christmas. Yeah, right, the Christmas Halloween, Christmas, there. back and back. So, like, and then this isn't at the end of the book, it's almost like it's summer again. Right. Well, and the, when her agent comes out, she, he's like, You've been gone for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Like, where have you been? And I do like the fact that they, they could have drawn this out into a 12 issue, whatever, however many this series. Five issue was perfect. Yeah. Because it, it showed the passage of time without right. having to experience the, mana- the mundaneness of it right. all, too. And I like how. He- she was productive in her paintings at that time because she even he's like, yeah, I was expecting four or five, not this is like two like, galleries. Worth. Yeah, yep. Now so I thought that was kind of cool too. So it just showed the progression of, and she didn't even realize that's how far she was. I don't think. My only thing I would say to people that are reading this is don't you don't your first time don't read it all in one sitting. Read one chapter and sit it down. Go do chores, whatever. Like. Take a you twenty minute break. Take, take the whole week to read it. Right, but I'm saying read one at, issue. At least a take day. a twenty minute break. Like just mm-hmm. set it down. Mm-hmm. So that way digest a little bit. So you because it takes over the course of a year within five issues, let it marinate a little bit just so you can feel a little bit of it. Because it does reading it all in one sitting, it felt a little rushed, I'll be honest. Yeah, it did. But this is one of those stories that to me okay to be rushed with this. 
Well, this story is so opposite of most modern comics where most of them are like, oh, no, you want to read them all in one go. This one, no, no. You want to read one, set it down and walk away. Yeah. Then read one. Set, like, this is a, takes me back to a slower pace, like, let it soak in a little bit. Don't just binge it all at once. And 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 that's okay. Yeah. I, I, for me, it has a better feel to it. I think Adrian and I love it so much because we did read it originally. Month, month, month to month. So we did feel that weight. We did feel the, oh, this is what's going on. Here we go. Yeah. Now, rereading it, it's different, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think it's better rereading it because, okay, now I get to see the, all the connecting tissue as well a little bit better this right. way. Since this is my first time seeing some of that, I didn't even notice the gravestones in the music. Right. That was an awesome touch. I didn't notice it until today. Yeah, I noticed yeah. it today too, because but this is my second time reading it. So that it helps out with that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it ends with... The agent, you know, dying a horrible, grotesque way of... I think his puppeteering was more grotesque than anything, but yes. Well, because we don't really see him dying. We just see his splatter on the ground. Right. And then, yeah, we... The darkness puts on the face. And to be honest, I don't know that we don't see actual terror in her eyes until the end of issue four. We see concern or worry like... Some anger, lots off, of lots of that, because yeah. uh, by this time we've already had a screaming match between him and Roe. We see but fear. Then, I'd say we see fear, but not, not this. this. Right, not yeah. this. Right. I say we see fear, yeah. but not terror. We see the fear of what you, what I'm afraid might happen, versus I know what you can do. Correct. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. So uh, I thought that was really great. Uh, just the evolution, the instant evolution. Yeah. Of the ghost. Um, and then now we see it in its uh, final form, its true form. It's, right. So you've been lying this whole time. Yep. This is who and what you really are. Yep. And it's almost like he, we, he was basically saying, here's how you first saw me. I can go back to that. Right. You know, so it's. It's okay. It's fine. I'm manipulative I'm, in that, you know, not wanting her to leave. That's. Very but in that, just, can you unsee what you've seen? Right. Now that you know what this Not thing is, could you ever trust it right. again? Could you right. ever be with it again? Could you ever uh, talk to it, be intimate like you were before, and now you see what it is and what it can do? It's if you find out anybody you know is a serial killer, well, I can't ever trust you with anything. Then. Right. Like, right. It, it's gone forever. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on, again, real quick, though, going back to the whole addiction thing in the end of issue four, you can see how gaunt her face is. Like, yes. She, yes. How malnourished she is. Like, no, no. That to me is like, oh, you're a full-blown addict at this point. Like, yeah. your body is deteriorating at that. And I think that's a good way that they drew her. Like, no, no, no. It's not just she's scared, but she is unhealthy as well. Yeah. Because of everything that she's not doing. She's not going out. She's not eating food. How pale she is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I like that transformation also. Like, mm-hmm. okay, it's not just a mental mental trauma that she's going through. She's going through physical stuff as well. Well, she tears down these, what seem like light blocking blinds. And it's just like, oh yeah, I I want light in the world. And he's like, no, I don't want light anywhere in here. She was, I want light and I want you to not be here. And this is the way to get you not here. I think that's also as a, this is getting you away from me. This is only, I can't leave, but I can at least scare you away a little bit here. Yep. Uh, Then issue five, it is, there's not a whole lot of substance to it. Five. It's an action sequence. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. her beating her addiction, her the demons, the demons, the demons, and everything like that. You know, basically the demons. Like, what are you made of? And she's like, I'm made of this. And 
basically burns the whole house down. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. She uses her paint thinner and like all Lights of her art, it. and does a Molotov cocktail of sorts and throws it right yep. at it and burns on the house, theoretically losing all of her art also that she worked last year on. Mm-hmm. So she escapes and she survives, but with what? With nothing. Right. She lost everything. She lost yep. her whole year. She lost her friend, agent. She lost her livelihood. She would have lost that already, though. So, if anything, she's gaining more by destroying everything. Yeah. Because and all that art would have only reminded her of this past year. Right. Yeah. But I'm so, saying losing her, it her, may have been her the finan- best thing for but her. But her financial livelihood, I'm saying oh. she is rock bottom. She yeah. is down. Like She is. She's going to become a barista. She yeah. is royally screwed at that point. Yep. Also, was anyone ever going to find her agent's body like no burned uh, up maybe i mean yeah, potentially yeah so just, we don't really know it kind of cuts right to a future scene of an antique store to where just a couple is out buying stuff and they come across a burnt up painting of the first painting she drew of, of the face that, of the right. of the face yeah so and it ends there are we assuming that it will survive through the painting. Is that kind of what we're? It's like, what I kind of assume that the painting survived, else. so it may have also it, like it lashed onto the it house. Need, it needs a totem it, to, yeah. to attach itself to, and yeah, not to say of, that they're going to make another the me you love in the dark. Right. But I think the the point of it's always here, right? Yeah, it, right. Anybody can get hooked on it at any right. time. Yes, and I think I think that's a good open ending. Like, no, it's done, but it's also like. Life continues on yeah. still, and and bad things continue on also. Like right. yes, you may have escaped it. Okay, it'll move to the next next host. Right, it'll right. move on. Like bad things persist, yep. and I don't know. It's just it's a really great. Yeah, I, I love the ending. It does a, ti- a quote time jump, but not where it actually has any characters. We like we don't see any of these new characters' faces. And it could I, have been two I, weeks or five years. Right, you know we we don't know. Oh yeah, it doesn't say. It's just an antiques, and they yeah. even say like, oh, it's made to look old with that smoke damage, like. Oh, so it's it's not that old. It's just they're trying to make right. it look older than what it actually is. Right. I, I do love the final frame that we see Rowan. She just has this stupid grin on her face once the house is all the way down. She sits out there the whole time. It's these five, six frames of initial fire, some fire, less fire, even less fire, and now embers. And she's like, smile. Right. And she's free. beaten her demon. Right. So yeah, uh, that's the meal of the dark. Uh, one to five rating, Jared. This is your first time reading all of it. What would you rate it? I'd go with a five. Art solid, story solid, dialogue between the characters are good. Everything about it was really good. I have no complaints about this book at all. Adrian, yeah, I picked it. I I I actually asked that you guys not do this without me. Uh, five. Uh, and I will say, Adrian, you went and picked Transformers. <laughs> You went and did something like this and totally redeemed yourself. Uh, yeah, it's a five out of five also. Um, and, this and, was fantastic. And a five out of five for those listeners that get that reference that we're going for. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, it's great story. It's self-contained. You don't have to read a whole bunch of things. Nope. Um, you don't need anything before or after. Art's good. Story's good. Definitely. And it, we're not horror fans. We're not horror fans. But we enjoyed it. We totally enjoyed it. Um, the, and I will go back to, you know, uh, these these are the things that I think there is something wrong in Scotty Young's head. There is something wrong in Jorge Corona's head. Maybe a little. I, I mean, these the, comics so I'm really glad the outlet for them. that they have an out for this. Right. Exactly. 
And that's not a that's not a, a, a bash on them. No, they're that creative it's, geniuses. That yeah. was they take what's inside. That was a heck of a good book. That isn't good, and they make hopefully this really good thing, right? And and I think they're good. Well, what I want to know is where is the inspiration from this? Like, yeah, was it a dream? I don't know was that it, I want to know. Was it a family member? Was it right. reading an article about something? Like, who knows? Was it their own addiction? Right. Right. Say, like, right. Because I, I don't want to lean on too heavy trying to think that it's more than what it is. But to me, it definitely felt like an addiction sure. story. Like, And it felt like the artist and the writer were on the same page completely. You know, Because every now and then you can have a book where the writer just writes it, the artist draws it, and it moves on. This one, it's like, no, they, they both had input in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it goes back to Middle West, too, with the whole father figure yeah. that's that's overlaying the whole 20 issues, 24 issues, whatever. Uh, I, you know, how many stories do we have out there that are talking about the importance of fathers or the uh, destruction that a father can 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 do on, on a child, right? Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, I'm... We have these experiences, but hopefully, you know, more people can be like this and can can do something great out of something awful. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that that's that's this book. <laughs> uh, moving on to the final segment that Jared actually remembered this time. Yep. So Jared's going to go first. That's our hero of the week comic book, or otherwise, Jared, who is your hero this week? Okay, so we took uh, my nephew and one of his friends to Great Wolf Lodge this past weekend. And had to board our dog. So the people at Perfect Paws in Salina, Ohio, did a fantastic job with our dog. And it's a clean place. It was inexpensive. They were great. So they are my hero of the week. All right. Uh, Adrian, do you have one lined up? Yeah. uh, We just had a changeover at work. And we've got somebody uh, really great. And he's... He's a great conversationalist. He he's wanting to work as a team, and he reminded me of Gloria Estefan uh, from the eighties, nineties, uh, Cuban singer. Uh, and in one of her songs on one of her more like traditionally Cuban albums, uh, she has a line that says, "En hablando nos vamos entendiendo." Uh, with the conver- if we if we have conversations, we begin to understand each other. You know, so. Um, so she talking about people that are willing to have conversations with each other. I just had a conversation the other day at the uh, at Panera, and he and I were very opposing, but we both listened to each other, and we both made each other go, "Huh, I didn't think of it like that before." So, all right, uh, my hair of the week is going to be Always Animal Hospital. Uh, Peter is having some urinary issues. I'll put it that way. Monday night into Tuesday, and they're great. They know us. They know him. Every time we take him, all the nurses were like, oh, he's so cute. We got to see Peter. And uh, they gave us some medicine for him, and he's doing all better right now. And it just it's a perpetual urinary issue that we'll have with him. But it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, they, they did a great job. They helped out with that. And they're, they know him. They know us. And it works out great. So. I've heard good things about them. Yeah, they're my parents have I always live in gone Oglis to this county. So yeah, my parents have lived in Oglis County too. They always went there. Like yes, we have closer ones to our house, but we've always heard good things about them. We've always had, and it's Wapak. It's only twenty minutes away. Yeah, at most for us, we get on the highway. It's only ten minutes away, so it works out great. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they did a great job with him. He's doing better. I mean, I feel bad for him right now. He's locked up. But once we get done with this, I'll go take him for a walk. So. There you go. Uh, but yeah, they did a great job with him, and we're happy about that. So with that, we will say that's it for the show, folks. We It was a long episode because we went we went from tangent to subject to tangents and other subjects tangents. and stuff. But it worked out pretty well. I had fun. I think it was worth it. I yeah, it I did fun. too. So uh, we'll be back next week with Laura will be here. Adrian will be out because he's got a life and responsibilities. We can only get him every other week, but it works out for his schedule with Laura's schedule. We get three. Saying I don't have a life. No, no. remember, she and I are always fighting. <laughs> yes. That's you're what feuding. she said. We're you're always feuding. feuding. So. Uh, Jared, and I'm thankful, Jared, you're here every week with me, too, because... <laughs> Jared, I'm grateful you don't have a girlfriend. Uh, Ladies, the... <laughs> make him stop coming to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> not, no. No, 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 Not all of you make him stop. One of you make him stop. Uh, no, 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 no. I like you all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night, everyone. So the, good night, everyone. <laughs>